this is the Makeup Show Podcast, where we take some time every week to talk all things about makeup, from kit to career, from artistry to inspiration, and everything in between. With decades of experience in all areas of the industry, award-winning makeup artists Danessa Myricks and James Vincent travel the world meeting and educating makeup lovers. In this podcast, Danessa and James share the wealth of their knowledge and career insights with you. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello. I'm Danessa. This is James Vincent talking and- in Jeremy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Makeup Show Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am trying to talk sexier like Jeremy does <laughs> in the introduction. There is no replacement for Jeremy's voice in that intro. I have to tell you, since our new intro, the very first comment that we get on the podcast from anybody we meet is, oh my God, who's doing that intro? The voice is so sexy. I know. He's like the new Barry White. Right? He's the white Barry White. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it too. I love him. I love him too. We do share him from time to time. <laughs> yeah. But that's a whole nother podcast. That's a, different, that's a whole different story. Oh my God, babe, I miss you. I just saw you today and I was like, I feel like I haven't seen you. I know. I basically climbed on you, sat on your lap (laughs) and licked your ear. You did. (laughs) That's how much I miss you. I know. I, um, I guess, you know, probably people don't realize, but when we do the podcast, it's not like we have a day off to just do the podcast. So we both work full days and then kind of gather together. Um, So if you ever hear any like extreme silence it could possibly be that one of us has dozed off definitely (laughs) it it has happened um but you know i think that it if i'm honest you know sometimes i do worry about you being on the road so much and, and getting so crazy because i know for me i just did the powder groups the artist summit and i kind of shared my own stories but i really feel like i have been energetically exhausted lately i know i've kind of felt the same way this i just came back from mexico which was like such a beautiful experience you know mexico is like my second home. i know i was jealous <laughs> that i couldn't be there i know we did a whole thing on not being jealous I but know, i but was jealous that i wasn't in mexico. and i was actually jealous i missed the artist summit because it's such a brilliant uh forum um and it's always just a beautiful time but i was in mexico and you know when you go to these events you really want to give 100% because there are people there who never get to see you and talk to you. And then this is the moment that they really want to share. And as much as it fills you up, it also kind of depletes you at yeah. the same time. So I know what you're feeling, traveling a lot, having so much on your plate. Like sometimes you kind of get in a space. Um, and I think you kind of know what I'm talking about. I do. And I <laughs> yeah. think, you know, you and I just had a conversation before the microphones came on it also is difficult to prioritize your own projects when we're also hired for other people's programs and projects and presentations it becomes difficult to say okay this is my time to work on my things that i need to work on exactly but you know the podcast has been very helpful for the both of us (laughs) you know it's really interesting because you know both of us are very committed to learning and growing and um We do a lot of reading, but I think since the podcast, we both have become even more committed to learning more and collecting information that we can share, you know, with our family who's listening, Um, which brings us to this podcast today. Um, I think one of the, the most interesting things for me, the things that really ring my bells the most 
is hearing other people's stories, um, life lessons from other I people. I agree completely. I think the sharing of stories is so essential to not only success in the beauty industry, but building a more inclusive beauty industry where everyone feels like they have a voice. Exactly. So today is about life lessons, life things that we've lessons. learned, and also lessons that other um, entrepreneurs um, and thought leaders have shared. Um, today, we're going to talk about a few from uh, someone that I get alerts from on a regular basis. His name is Jeremy McClearvy. And I probably said his name wrong, but he actually wrote this book about Instagram, how to be successful in Instagram. And it was like a a bestseller. Um, And he sent out these really cool alerts with just like random content to kind of make you feel better. And one of them was about life lessons. I love that. Yeah. And I thought it would be cool for us to kind of go through the ones that really resonated with us. Well, and I think, I'm not not sure if people know it about you, but you really invest a lot of time and money into programs that really help you be a better leader, a better businesswoman, a better entrepreneur. And when we have done things in the past on how to build better social media or kind of find balance, you really go out and you do the research and you do the reading. And so I'm so excited to kind of let you guide people through this episode. So this one's going to be fun. And I love doing this with you because you always have layers of insight. Like an onion. every topic that we come up with. So this is going to be really cool. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Life lesson number one. Worry is worthless. Now, I know everyone listening, including myself, understands this whole idea of worrying. I know I find myself locked in this box quite often, but the thing about worry is that it's so fear-based, right? Worrying is basically us focusing our attention on something that's actually not real, that creates all this crazy stress and these physical symptoms. Um, And honestly, we're creating it for ourselves, right? We're kind of focusing things on things that aren't even real. I I read um, one time this uh, saying that worry, the definition in all actuality, is to use your imagination to create something that you don't want. I completely see that. And, you know, I thought what I would do with some of these is kind of give some kind of tips and strategies about how you can make some actuality happen. I am very honest about the fact that anxiety is something that I deal with um, for my whole adult life and probably my childhood untreated. But worrying and anxiety are really about anticipation. Mm. It's about the things that haven't happened yet and getting lost in the vague. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, a great tip if you are someone who is worrying too much, which is so programmed into me and part of my DNA, you really need to get out of the vague and start looking at things that are very actual and very real. And one of the things that you hear me talk about a lot because I do deal with anxiety is that I have to have a schedule Mm. and I have to have a plan in place that I can set into action. So being able to put down measurable, achievable goals, but also to look and say, okay, what am I worried about? How can I take that and put those vague concepts into actual? If I'm worried about making rent this month, 
can I break it down and say, okay, my concern is that I can't come up with $1,000. That's much more clear in how you have to take action to mm-hmm. alleviate the stress, which will reduce the worry and anxiety. Does that make sense? I really love that. You know, what's interesting, faith and fear both demand that you believe in something that you cannot see. I love that. So it's about choice. Babe, I keep saying I love that, but I'm so, (laughs) like, you're just giving me these pearls of wisdom today. You're inspiring me. (laughs) All right. So number two, heal your wounds. This is a big one for me, and this required a lot of growth um, on my part. Not allowing pain from your past or present to linger and cause you additional suffering. It's probably the piece that is the biggest thing for people to work through. And I do not think in a podcast and in a few quick tips, it's easy to alleviate trauma or easy to heal wounds from the past. We all carry so much baggage from our childhood and interactions and early socializations. But one of the things I have found, and I think many of you know in my past life, I was a social worker specifically working with survivors of trauma. Mm. And the type of counseling that I did was called the wounded healer. How are you surviving traumas of a sexual nature, of an abusive nature? And the biggest piece that I always felt, the, the most important piece of advice was to actually name and honor the pain. Mm. I think if you can look back and say, where are these wounds coming from? And some people will look back and they'll say bullying. But if you break it down further, I was bullied because of my weight. I was bullied because of my sexuality. Then you can stop and you can say, okay, I I can place an actual name on that and I can start to honor it. I can learn from it. I can move on because I made it much more manageable by naming it. And I think that that's the piece that a lot of Americans especially We're not really trained to do that because our pain is something that we leave as this very vague thing. And I think a lot of those lower vibrations and lower emotions like fear, like, Mm -hmm. you know, anxiety, when you give them a name, it allows you to come up with a solution. I love it because the worst thing you can do is kind of stuff it down and pretend that it doesn't matter. It doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. Um, But not dwelling on it like it's this big ginormous thing i love how you talked about breaking it down into little pieces little bite-sized little yes, baby little, little morsels pieces. and even just like even if it was bullying if it was to my weight or whatever it was it's like saying something that's the opposite of that that you can believe like i love my body yeah. people find me attractive you know i i love how i dress my body every day whatever some statements that are opposite this belief or this thing or this wound and saying more and more in those things, you know, will help you move forward as and well. And taking the power back from the words, you know, fat faggot is a Oof, those tough are two very thing to hear, words. but those were words that were used as an insult to me for so many years. Yeah. And then I just reached a point in my adulthood where I was like, yeah, 
Exactly. Like these are descriptors that definitely fit who I am. And so while the words may not be the nicest, as an adult, I think we can step away and say, how can I put these in a place where I can manage them and work on them and break them down into easier pieces? And I think that definitely allows you to open up space so that you can then fill it with other things like success, like career, like social interaction, like love, like a relationship, you know? Ooh, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for love. (laughs) All right. Number three, simple is better. And this one was certainly for me. Um, A life full of complications and obligations and overwhelming schedule make life difficult and stressful. And a simpler life in all regards gives you more space for joy and engagement. I think Maria Kondo has kind of like, Marie Kondo or Marie? Marie Kondo. Kondo, Yeah. I think she's got everybody thinking about clearing things up and getting rid of the clutter. And those things really do matter. I know for me in my career, I had to like, stop, you can't do 50 things. So what are the five things that I think that I can do best and still allow me to have balance in my life? And simplifying um, your life makes a huge difference. I think, um, you know, it's funny because I'm not very Marie Kondo. If you (laughs) have ever been to my apartment, you know, I have little altars everywhere. Any gift that anyone has ever given me um, has a place in my space and my aesthetic is a little bit of clutter. And I think that for me, keeping it simple does require input from another person, you know, Mm -hmm. as a writer, as a beauty writer, I always need an editor because I am excessive in my words and I'm redundant. And I feel like I'm the same way in my life. I overcomplicate situations and it definitely requires me sometimes to have a partner or an outside voice to say, hey, James, you know, you are really making this much more than it needs to be. And again, breaking it down, writing it down, making a list is a great way for you yeah. to say, okay, how can I simplify whether it is something you're writing or something you're you're doing or something you're kind of dealing with, putting it on paper and, and being able to read it back and say, okay, this can be simplified. I love that. You're so good with these tips, man. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> you always find a way. <laughs> I'm dirty. Moving on. Do the work. Do this it. This is big. If you want something in life, I mean, there's no way around it. You just have to do the work to get it. And there's really no shortcuts. Nope. Um, and quite honestly, it's the work that really gives us this like beautiful sense of accomplishment. You know, feeling overwhelmed and the crazy of it all. Like sometimes you look at this whole big pile of things and you're like, you know, this is way too much. It feels overwhelming. You just don't want to do it. But breaking it down into little bite-sized pieces really makes all the difference. And one of the things that I, I stress with when it comes to doing the work is I'm always wanting to do a whole lot of work right now. Yeah, I always wanted to, to move so fast. But what I've learned is to focus on moving forward and not the size of the steps. That's what's been very helpful for me. I think that is that's very you because I do always say, you know, you're the hardest working 
artist that I know. And I think that watching you work and sitting next to you on 12 hour flights where you're working the entire time, you really do compartmentalize. You also have a memory that I do not have. If anyone ever <laughs> says anything to you or promises you anything, you have a mental note of it. My team hates that. You and Jeremy are so good. Like for me, once I've said it once, I have forgotten what I said. So like, I'm very impressed by that. But I think do the work for me means just be prepared that there is not a quick fix. Mm -hmm. And I, this is a question that I think we get more than anything else. I had a great message on Instagram earlier from a artist in Chicago that I met in one of the Paul Mitchell schools. And she said, you know what, can you give me any advice? And so I said, you know, you've got to educate yourself, you've got to network, you've got to get out there and, and, and go to every event that happens. And then she wrote me back and she said, but I don't have the money. I'm still in school. And I think that even that work, the work of finding opportunity, finding mm -hmm. spaces and places where you fit, yeah. um, finding those free events, finding those free education when you're starting out. And then as you start to work, stepping up and continuing to say, okay, well, what is the next step? What is the next plateau? What is the next goal? That gives you the ability to say work is moving forward yes. and not you can't sit still to do the work you've got to actually do it i'm lazy i do not <laughs> like working but i think that you know i work every day and i make sure that i work every day and when you are doing the work i think that also takes away a lot of the worry a lot of the anxiety That's a true. lot of the other pieces that people start to feel overwhelmed by uh nelson mandela said it always seems impossible until it's done. Well, you know, Nelson Mandela knows what he's talking about. <laughs> exactly. I think, you know, I think that's such a great example. People will always tell you, you cannot do something. Mm -hmm. People love to tell you that you are not going to be able to make something happen. But you know what? Those are never the successful people. Those are never, it's never the people who have done what you want to do that tell you that. It's the people that could never do what you want to accomplish, the yeah. people that are not capable of doing the work who are always going to tell you, you can't do it. So you've just got to step up and show them and say, okay, this is the work and I'm willing to put in the time. I'm willing to put in the effort. There's nothing I can add to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five life lesson. It's never too late. And I've told this story a thousand times, you, you know, you tell I'm creeping story. up on the big five O and I didn't start doing what I love until I was 30 years old. Um, saying it's never too late is really an excuse for not trying and great things can be accomplished at any age. I think we've have a million stories, um, that relate to that. I mean, there are so many examples of people who have created empires in their midlife. There are so many examples of people who had a hit record or became a famous actress or actor, you know, at a late age. But I think even in our own industry, what I try and tell people is there are so many examples of people who this is a second career. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are coming in to something at a later time, you're bringing in a different experience. So even if you're young, but you are just starting out, you're still further ahead. It's not too late to get started at any age. You just have to be able to accept that you are where you are now 
And where you are now is not where you want to be. And I think that that should be the motivation that kind of pushes you to move forward. Agreed. I think we all owe it to ourselves to become everything we've ever dreamed of being. Oh, I love that. I'm stealing it. I'm writing it down. Done. Next post. <laughs> <laughs> Next. And I think the last one, it's um, action beats angst. I love that. This resonated through my soul. Like action is the cure for worry. It's the cure for procrastination. It's the cure for indecision, anxiety, frustration. Stop thinking and do something. Action creates momentum and momentum leads to something valuable always. It heals all your turmoil. Just doing something. I think angst is another one of those words that's so overwhelming, you know? I just have that angst in my pants song going through my head. <laughs> is angst. that a song? Please sing yeah. it. Jer that's Jeremy can sing that. Jeremy, sing a little bit of that song for us. I'm not getting the sparks right now. No. Um, <laughs> this is something that I've talked a lot about, and I talk about it a lot on stages, and I've talked about it all, probably in the podcast before. Action beats angst. How do you do that? You've got to set manageable goals, measurable goals. You've got to determine your life goals. You've got to ask yourself some really important questions about what you want to achieve. And you've got to be really honest with yourself. I don't think you need to share this necessarily with other people. Set the big dreams, set the big goals, write them down, and then you can start to make a plan. And that allows you to take action and not get bogged down with the angst. Break the big picture into those smaller little bites that mm -hmm. we've talked about this whole episode. Write go down those short-term goals, those long-term goals, and then break them down even smaller adjusting your goals periodically. So if your goal is, say, to do the cover of Vogue, and that is a two-year goal, you've got to first meet with photographers. You've got to get your portfolio. They get to do all these things. I've spoken about this time and time again, but it really has got to be breaking down into steps that allow you to take measurable action. And then for me, it's really about being brave. Be brave enough to follow your heart and move towards the things that will give you the deepest sense of joy. I love it all. I love it all. I think these are such important pieces because I think the thing that the podcast has done more than anything else, and you and I were talking about this, as many programs as I have put together, as many countries as I visit standing on stages, the thing that I get the most messages about right now is this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are so many people that listen that we love so much that we know are struggling sometimes just to be able to live their day without stress or anxiety because they are not where they need to be. And I think that it's important that I also step back and say success is not just about getting where you want to be. It's about enjoying the process of getting Absolutely. there. You know, do not miss these moments. Sometimes I look back and I look at my life when I was having the toughest struggle working four jobs to be able to do makeup for free. And honestly, those were some of the happiest days right. of my life. Um, but I have so much ahead of me too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, David Klasfeld, who is a friend of mine who many of you know from Obsessive Compulsive Cosmetics and now his role at Manic Panic, and he said, you know, don't ever say, oh, that was the best time of my life, 
because it steals your ability and opportunity to create better times. And I thought that was so smart. I love that. Mm. I mean, it just kind of goes, it speaks to looking forward. I mean, all the things that we talked about not doing, like worrying, um, healing your old wounds, simplifying life, doing the work, it's never too late. They all relate to us like looking forward. Definitely. Forward. And I think if we're always focused on what it is that we want, everything falls into place. I think, you know, Mrs. Garrett said it best when she said, you take the good, you take the bad. You take, take them both, both and there you, you have, have the, the facts, facts of life. life. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, I don't know if people know this, was sung by Gloria Loring, who is Robin Thicke's mother. You know, I cannot take how... Can we please go on Jeopardy? <laughs> All I want to do is share the money with you and cheer you on from the audience. If you ever need a partner <laughs> in a useless trivia contest, I, I have never lost a game of Trivial Pursuit. I, I will take on anyone. I love this. Anyway, this was awesome. I appreciate you so much for bringing this forward. And I think, you know, you used the word brave earlier. And I think that I appreciate you for sharing so much of who you are. I think anyone who's ever seen you on a stage or follows your social media knows how much you give of yourself, not just with your makeup ability, but how much of your personal, how much of your professional, how much of your story you share. And I just appreciate that so much. And I really appreciate being on this podcast with you because I come here and get so full like <laughs> of compliments and everything else that is sugar and spice and everything nice. Like this is like the height of my existence. So oh, thank babe. you we for love being you. you. And thank you guys for listening. This means so much to us. As you know, this is our passion project and we really like having this opportunity just to be with you on your commute in the morning or as you go to bed at night, just to share some space with you. Um, and we look forward to bringing more episodes for you. We have a lot more to share do, on these life lessons, do. so maybe we can continue in the next podcast. I think the next podcast is is another deep dive into life lessons. And I know a lot of you have reached out. We will be in the next few weeks covering topics of bridal and success and other pieces that people are reaching out to. We appreciate your emails. We appreciate your messages. So please keep reaching out to us with your feedback. That email again, for those of you who don't know, is the Makeup Show Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Makeup Show Podcast. And keep rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Our audience is growing. It's making us so happy. So keep doing what you're doing. We love you. We'll see you next week. Keep those life lessons going. (laughs) Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.